This is the Portside Pod, the official podcast of the Stockton Ports. I'm your host and the voice of the Ports, Alex Jensen, and today enjoy our January visit with Pacific Tigers point guard, Pierre Crockerell II. The Portside Pod is presented by Jackson Rancheria. Jackson Rancheria. Jackson. Joined once again by, uh, again, a member of the Ports family, Pierre Crockerell II, point guard of the University of Pacific. Uh, Pierre, good to see you again, man. Thanks for joining us. Our second uh, visit, second in as many months. Appreciate you stopping by. How you been? Good. Thanks for having me, Alex. Absolutely. So we we ended, uh, you know, before we get into kind of the throws of your season, I know you guys are kind of, you, know, you hear all the time about the dog days of August in baseball. You guys are kind of getting to the dog days uh, yourself a little bit of your season. We'll get to that in a second. But we end our last conversation, Pierre, uh, a month ago. I wanted you to sell me on, uh, if I'm a Pacific student, you know, how, how why should I come out to a Stockton Ports game? I mean, we, you know, I think that that is a, uh, I think that's part of the reason that that you're with us is, uh, you know, to to uh, to kind of continue the marriage between the ports and the University of Pacific. So, what's waiting for me at Banner Island Ballpark? Should I go out? Well, first, Banner Island Ballpark is the best ballpark in California. You have Banner Island Ballpark, you know, downtown Stockton, California, right on the water. Um, great ballpark. Um, Great food, great baseball. Um, so first, you need to stop by the dock shop when you get to Matter Island Ballpark and cop that hat that Alex has. <laughs> right there. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Pacific students. Um, once the you know baseball season starts, um, there will be some accommodations uh, for Pacific students to get uh, more um, students uh, to, you know, the games and. Um, uh, there'll be some fun uh, activities and things, you know, to highlight those. We've got the run and Gus hat here. Uh, yes. That's what it's known as. We got our uh, asparagus for uh, asparagus night. And that, that isn't that, a, that's a delicacy, right? Pierre had served at the ballpark along with, you know, of course, if you're of age, come on out a warm summer night, have a beer, uh, you know, just, just enjoy baseball. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of part of, of, you know, part of the summer. I mean, yeah. summer and baseball are kind of synonymous. For sure. Most definitely. Well, we're looking for, so tell me like, uh, you know, if you're, if you're not a student athlete, uh, students at Pacific, what do they do in the community for fun? Um, in the community they're, I mean, student athletes, obviously minus that, um, I would say, you know, hang around the campus. Yeah. It's a beautiful <laughs> campus for sure. Beautiful campus here. So you see a lot of students outside walking the campus, um, sitting down on benches, sitting outside and eating, talking. Um, we have our university center, so you see a lot of students there as well. Miracle um, Mile? You guys ever spend any time on Miracle Mile? Some good restaurants on Miracle Mile, right? Yeah, there are definitely some good restaurants to hit up on Miracle Mile. Um, one restaurant I want to give a shout out to is Gian's uh, Deli. They make the best sandwiches in Stockton. Um, and that's one of my, you know, game day rituals. I stop by uh, the deli and uh, get a sandwich and um, a 
I go there every every game day, you know, get a turkey and salami sandwich. So uh, that's a good spot on the Miracle Mile. Time Me Up's another good spot as well. Um, so there's there's definitely uh, some businesses on the Miracle Mile that are, you know you should head to. Turkey and salami. I like your style. That's John's delicatessen, right? Uh, have you been to the? I can't remember the name of the Thai spot there. But myself and Joe Rizzo, who's who's uh, with the San Jose Giants, we went to the Thai spot on the Miracle Mile, right by the the Greek spot, which is also really good. Greek spot is really good. That's yeah. uh, post practice. Yeah, there for sure. <laughs> All right, so you guys are, as we mentioned, you're kind of in the in the in you know the the dog days, if you will, of your season. Uh, this season is and last season, I guess, unlike any other though. I mean, you guys just came off another COVID pause. Uh, what's that been like for you and your teammates? Because we, we talked to the last time, Pierre, about, you know, how a lot of your team is, is new to Pacific. You have a new coaching staff. You know, that time to gel is, is you know, pretty significant. So you guys have been without a lot of that. You know, how has that affected you guys this season, the, the two COVID pauses you've had since the holidays? One word I would describe it as challenging. Um, for sure, <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> um, but, you know, we try to come into practice every day and practice, um, like, this could be our last practice, you know, for a while, as you never know, like what can happen or a shutdown can happen here and there. Um, so I think as a team, as a whole, we try to approach it with a positive mindset um, and, you know, try to get the best of the time we can with each other when we're uh, with each other. Pierre, you got your background there, the Spanos Center, which is, of course, uh, where you play your home games on the campus of the University of Pacific. I love it. Uh, so like particularly what do what does practice time look like for you guys when you know you're you're during you're in a pause I mean because I'm sure there are some guys that aren't able to get into the facility so what does that look like for you yes there's a lot of, of things that go into this um, they want most of our players to be boosted so if they're not boosted that goes into effect um, but we just recently came off a pause where you know really had six guys actually able to use the, camp, the athletics and you know wow six guys yeah six guys so it felt like summer workouts you know we had weights before and then you know after weights we would go down to the to the arena and practice and it wasn't full practice it was just workouts with a coach you know so um you know we were, we're not able to have that time together um and the time is valuable and it can be taken away um, but yeah, it's, it's challenging, you know, for, for any team, Pierre, much less for a team that has so many new faces, uh, how important is that practice time during the week to kind of work on some stuff that maybe you wanted to work on from the weekend before. And, and like you said, to be, have that taken away from you is challenging, but how important is that practice time between games? You mentioned to me last time, you know, you guys are really just focusing on getting better day to day. I'd imagine that's tough to do when, when you don't have, you know, consistent practices. And like you said, you don't know when your last one could possibly come for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, you know, the practice it's uh you kind of have to approach it with um a locked in mindset because as you know this league is very challenging so um the preparation that goes into the games are crucial and so um just you know paying attention to scouting reports listening to our coaches um to prepare us i think that is like the best thing for us so I would say, you know, just, you know, listening to the coaches and understanding the game plan so we could have a chance at, you know, winning the game. You mentioned a uh, game day ritual of, of uh, John's Deli. 
any other game day rituals? I mean, what, what do you do on the road? Is there, is there anything else you got to get out of the way before you, you head to the arena? I usually meditate for about like 15 to 20 minutes. I actually picked up on some meditation and mantras um, recently. Um, my uncle, he's, you know, we chat and he, you know, told me to, you know, try meditation. And uh, ever since then, I, you know, I've been meditating before games um, just to, you know, relax, um, clear mind and free. Um, so, you know, I picked up on some meditating. So I meditate for about 10 to 15 minutes before a game. By the way, coming off a career high, 24 points the other night against St. We're recording this on Tuesday. You guys are heading out to Portland, uh, correct, tomorrow morning. But uh, take me through your career high, man. Career, I know I know what you're going to tell me. Uh, you know, you're going to tell me, you know, we didn't win the game, so it really doesn't matter that much. But I mean, career <laughs> night is is something that, that you're still, I, I would hope, going to remember. So what was working for you the other night? Um, you know, what? Uh, I think my, my teammates, um, and my coaches, I think they put me in the best position possible for me to have my career tonight. So thank you to my teammates and my coaches. <laughs> Good answer, man. I love that. All right. So, um, recently the ports put out a video, uh, you and the ports, I should say, put out a video of, uh, you know, your recovery between games. So why don't you, why don't you explain to me, you know, what was in that video and, and how does it help you? What's your uh, routine, you know, between games, I'm sure that was a short turnaround, like a Thursday, Saturday. So I'll yeah. give you the floor there. What was your recovery look like and, and how does it help you get back to 100% the following game? Um, recovery looks like a lot of ice baths. Um, I do cupping here, and, cupping here and there on my back, you know, just to loosen it up. Um, I used to do, use the massage gun, um, use some Tiger Balm lotions, you know, to heat up um certain parts of the body um but a lot of ice baths i feel like i i use i utilize the ice bath more than anything you know just with like the the running we do um and lifting i feel like the ice bath is what works for me and my body how long did it take you to get used to to taking an ice bath is it something you look forward to now ah uh, that sounds like torture to me man love hate relationship with ice <laughs> it's one of the things you just you know gotta do <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I used to ice bath when I was a kid growing up. I used to run track, so um, uh, track athletes, like the ice is the first thing you hit right after your race or a meet or anything, so um, kind of, I've kind of gotten used to it over the years. I, I remember seeing that in high school and later on in college when, like, cross country or even, like, I played baseball, right? Like, our catchers would come in and sit in the ice bath. I, I don't know how they did it, man. Like, I would last, and I know, like, Tell me if this is right. When, when you get into an ice bath, it's brutal for like probably a minute, minute and a half. But the more you stay still, the, the easier it is. Is that right? Yes. So if you move, <laughs> then it gets a hard. If you're getting there, you're moving. You're not going to be able to you know, <laughs> get numb fast enough. So you kind of just got to get in there, find, find a spot and just, you know, sit there for 10 minutes or so. That seems so counterintuitive because you would think that, you know, getting moving, getting the blood flowing would help you warm up, but the exact opposite, right? So how long does it take you uh, to, to get numb and kind of forget that you're sitting in an ice bath? I would say like a minute and a half, two minutes. Once it hits that two minute mark, then I, I get a little bit um, numb, but then like four minutes, I'm not feeling anything. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So 
So how do you how do you do how do you pull that off on the road? And you know, so like February 10th and 12th, right? We mentioned earlier you're going to have a a 10 game road trip coming up, but uh, you know, you play at Gonzaga and Spokane on February 10th. Then on the 12th, you go to San Diego. That's a Thursday and a Saturday. So uh, are we using hotel bathtubs here? Depends. Some hotels don't, you know, have the bathtub. Uh, That's true. That. So um, really, it's uh, got to ask my guy CP for some bags of ice right after we get um, done with practice or we get to hotel ice machine. Kind of just you know, find a spot in the hotel room, you know, put ice on the parts that are aching, but it gets challenging when you don't have the ice tub. So you have to, you have to kind of make shift your own ice bath then, huh? Sure. Some type of ice bath. I mean, if it's not an ice bath, it's some bags of ice um, <laughs> right on the body, um, taped to the body. How many times a week are we talking? Ice bath? Yes. Uh, in season every day. If every day, yeah, love hate relationship every day. That is, uh, that's something, man. That's, that's the grind right there. I'll tell you what, yes, sir. Reminder, uh, get out and check out Pierre and the Pacific Tigers. Next home game is coming up this Saturday, January 29th. Uh, Pacific and BYU should be a good one. Uh, of course, the Cougars are, are having a good year. Uh, after that, the Tigers will be at home against Pepperdine on February 3rd. And, and Pierre, you know, with all the stoppages. Uh, you know, and, and we talk about the recovery. You're going to need it, man, because you're going to be playing a, a pretty condensed schedule here coming up toward the end of the year. It looks like there's going to be some some three game weeks here. So how does that change your preparation, do you think? Uh, it'll be a grind, um, but the grind is, you know, the grind is everything. So, uh, you know, I think approach it with a positive mindset, do everything with a positive mindset, be relaxed. Um, and, you know, just, you know, pay close attention to what the coaches have planned for us as a team. Um, and, you know, just try to stay locked in as much as possible. Hey, cramming all the scout and everything like that. I mean, going from opponent to opponent to opponent to opponent, you know, not just the rest factor, but, you know, trying to trying to remember a, a different scout, you know, on such short notice. That That's another wrinkle, isn't it? Sure. Um, but the I think our coaches prepare us um, good enough to – to you know, know players' tendencies, and so the coaching staff does a really good job with that. That means a lot of film coming up for you and everybody else every yeah. week. Uh, how, how do you like the film sessions? I mean, do you guys dog each other a little bit? You know, like they like like the legend has it in football. I mean, is that something in basketball where you guys will kind of dog each other a little bit, playfully, of course? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Film, <laughs> film is uh, intense, but uh, yeah. I think film is good because you get to look at what you what you're doing your strengths are what your weaknesses are what you need to get better at um as well as knowing your opponent so um you know film's very important you know last time we talked we you know we mentioned you guys are, are gelling what do you enjoy about being around the guys on your team uh you know because i know there's a lot of new faces this year we, we mentioned that already what do you enjoy about this year's uh team off off the court uh, just getting to know each individual person. I think, you know, everybody on the team is different in their own ways. And for me as the point guard, just being able to find out ways to communicate with people, how people, um, take communication, I would say as a way, um, but just, you know, get to learning people and learn about them, where they're from, their family members, um, how they're doing, 
Um, I think that's what I enjoy the most uh, off the court. You know, as the, you know, I've asked you about your guys who you model after your, your game after, uh, you know, uh, last time we talked and you mentioned facilitators, leaders as the yeah. point guard, you know, I mean, you're, you're the leader out there, right? You're, you're the quarterback. Do you, do you feel like, you know, you, you take on a different role in terms of getting to know what guy, what makes guys tick and their personalities and so on and so forth? For sure. I think leadership is a skill that, um, is in, in you. Um, and I think that, you know, I've been a point guard since I was, um, little. And so I've been able to create these leadership skills on the court, but as well as I, I think off the court, um, leading as well as on the court, I feel like I can help someone off, off the court, just as how I help them on the court. Um, and so, um, I love being a leader. Um, and I, I love the people that I'm, I'm surrounded by. All right, we're going to end this, Pierre. We're going to talk a little baseball here. Uh, you know, you gave me the Ichiro batting stance last time. Uh, I know Barry's one of your favorite guys. And, at, you know, the day we're recording this, it's Tuesday, January 25th. The Hall of Fame was just announced. Barry Bonds, along with Roger Clemens, left off the ballot. So uh, give me your thoughts. As a Bonds guy, man, give me your thoughts. I, I, I think most people have come around to the fact they think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. But uh what's your argument for him um he's arguably one of the best hitters ever so uh just at that i think he should be in the hall of fame um i think most people agree uh so my answer is he should definitely be in the hall of fame um but he's in my hall of fame so uh <laughs> go barry bonds for real I think he's in most people's hall of fame i would hope so i mean yes. you know ster steroids or no steroids you know, he was an MVP at, I think, a two-time MVP before the, the allegations ever came about in Pittsburgh, right? So, uh, you know, it was already, it's not like the steroids made him holly. He was already a great player. He was already on track to do great things. Yeah. So, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> but I think he should be on there. Most people do, so. There is a labor dispute right now, too, Pierre, between the, the players and the owners. But the good news for us is that that will not affect, it sounds like, it will not affect the Stockton Port season because that is only uh, pertaining to players who are on the 40-man roster in Major leagues. So there will be a Stockton Port season this year no matter what happens in the Major Leagues, which means we'll be, we'll be able to see you out at Banner Island Ballpark uh, you know, as soon as the season kicks off. Most definitely, I will be at Manor Island Ballpark to check out the Stockton Ports. Um, and I'm proud, you know, proud to be a Stockton Ports. And uh, you will definitely see me at games. Also, stop at the dock shop while you're at Manor Island Ballpark and cop some, some merch. Uh, and you can get the, that hat right there. Um, the running Gus, running Gus hat. Running Gus hat and more. What uh, have you have you have you gotten any new merch since the last time we talked? Uh, you're, you're wearing you were wearing your uh, your Stockton Ports crew neck. You had the road cap. Uh, have, have you been? Able, I know you, you're kind of busy right now, but uh, have you ever been? Have you been able to stop by and and pick up anything new? I have not been able to stop by and pick anything new, but most you you better believe I will be there uh, <laughs> upcoming days to pick up some new, uh, new items. <laughs> Hey, did you see the uh, the the five o'clock doc uh, holiday edition uh, gear? Did we talk about this last time? Yes. Five o'clock doc holding the candy cane. Yes, yes. Uh, Pretty sweet, right? Sure. Yeah, those are some nice sweaters. I think that we had going on. 
No doubt. Okay. So uh, you talked about the doc shop and, and keep in mind, uh, get out and see Pierre and the Tigers coming up uh, Saturday, January 29th, Pierre against BYU. That's at six 30. I think you guys have already played BYU uh, this season, right uh, up in Provo, a very tough place to play the elevation there. And when, when St. Mary's was up there, there were 17,000 people in that building, but uh, give us a little preview matchup between you guys and BYU. And then your next home game, uh, which is Pepperdine. You guys haven't played yet, but you know, um, give us a little preview between Tigers and the Cougars. Uh, so, you know, people know what to expect when they come out to the Spano center. Uh, you will be able to see an interesting game, uh, a very competitive game. Um, high energy game always physical uh, too when you play the Cougs right sure very physical yeah. game um, it'll be exciting um, so please come by the Spano Center and check out uh, a high competitive division one uh, basketball game um, and hopefully there will be no disappointments look at the beautiful Spano Center behind Pierre there I mean how, how could you not want to go check out a game at the University of the Pacific I mean, it's just, it's a great play to watch, place to watch a basketball game, if I do say so myself, Pierre. Yeah. Hey, great yeah. to talk to you, man. Uh, th thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Best of luck at Portland uh, tomorrow and and uh, and BYU on Saturday. And um, I know the game between St. Mary's and Pacific has been postponed, but I really hope that uh, we're able to reschedule that so I can come say hello in, in person before the baseball season starts. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Thank you for having me, Alex. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Portside Pod. The Portside Pod is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms. You can also visit the Ports website at StocktonPorts.com and follow the Ports on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social media platforms. Until next time, I'm Alex Jensen, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Portside Pod. <laughs>